This is Tech Unmuted, the podcast of modern collaboration, where we tell the stories of how collaboration tools enable businesses to be more efficient and connected with your hosts, George Shanestein and Santi Cuellar. Welcome to Tech Unmuted. Welcome to the latest episode of Tech Unmuted. Today, we're gonna to talk about a really interesting topic, uh, Power Virtual Agents within Microsoft 365. So uh, we've been playing around with these for quite a while now. We've, we've launched two internally so far. Uh, and there's, it continues to be updated. We've talked about this, right? The 365 platform, day by day, week by week, month by month, there's always something new that's that's been added to it. Uh, and what we're gonna talk about today is how we've used this internally, but walk through the steps of how you would set it up, right, as part of that discussion. And uh, there's been a couple of added features even in the last couple of yep. days, so Santi will go into that. Uh, yep. One of them in particular is around grounding, right? So the initial grounding when we were working with these uh, we grounded it to our website uh, as uh, one of the setups that we did. Uh, you can now ground it to SharePoint. So, uh, and for folks who don't know grounding, Santa, you want to just give a high level overview of what that means? Yeah, sure. Grounding is basically pointing, if you would, for lack of a better term, pointing the artificial intelligence to your specific data. Uh, unlike ChatGPT that has billions and billions of parameters, right? Uh, you can still use the ChatGPT engine, right, if you would, yep. but you ground it into your specific data set. Um, and so that's what that's what this is uh, involving. Awesome. Uh, the the other thing I'll point out, if you're listening on uh, audio only, we're going to try to keep this as descriptive as possible. Uh, but this is another one you you might want to listen on the audio first and then take a look on YouTube and uh and watch some of the things because we're going to drive some stuff on the screen with this. So, Sante, if you want to jump in. Absolutely. So, I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. So, here's the uh, chatbot we created. And uh, uh, we actually called him Mark Edding. Uh, by the way, George, it was a hit, right? When we rolled it out, we yeah. kind of rolled it out as a, we rolled it out as an additional member of the marketing team. And a couple of people caught on to it. Others actually tried to contact IT, wondering why they can't find this person in our Active Directory. <laughs> so, um, so Mark again, Edding, if you're not yeah. getting the joke, it's marketing yeah. uh, with the break yeah. between the K and the E. So, Mark Edding, and and Mark Edding, as you can see there from his uh, welcome message down below, uh, he is the lead knowledge manager for Fusion Connect's marketing team. And so, uh, we created Mark Edding to answer you know, frequently asked questions that the marketing team gets. You know, we have resources out there and we're always uh, being asked, hey, where can I find X resource? And it's usually the same question. So uh, the intent here is to create an intelligent bot that can answer those questions. And so we created uh, marketing, as you can see here, uh, right away, there's a box that talks about how, to, you know, creating generative answers. Well. Generative answers or or using large language modules, which is what ChatGPT uses, is is leveraging in essence AI to come up with a response. 
And so we're going to show you a little bit of that. Uh, but I just want to first just kind of navigate through uh, the actual uh, Power Virtual Agent uh, once you create the, the, the chatbot. It's actually very easy to create a chatbot, by the way. You just click Create and drop in the website that you want to use as the grounding of the knowledge base, right? So that's it, and then it brings you to the screen. Um, so let's go ahead and, and look at a, a few things here. I'm gonna start off in the settings section, going to the bot details. This is where you would come and give your bot a name, uh, create an icon. Uh, so kind of give it a persona, if you would. Uh, you would do that here. Um, channels is where you can make your bot available. And so you can now come in here and say, hey, I want to make this bot available in Microsoft Teams. Um, you can make them available in a web page, for example. Uh, so we're using uh, two channels. Uh, Teams is one of them. So there's a there's a particular Teams channel, and and Mark Edding has been assigned to that to that channel. And so you can ask him a question just like you would anyone else, right? You literally would do an at mention, so at Mark Edding and say, hey, Mark, where can I find, you know, X resource? Um, we're also and again on this, the, the grounding is what matters, right? The, of course, yeah. yeah this isn't ChatGPT just trying to find an answer and build an answer out. This is, again, yeah. we grounded this against our external website initially. Uh, this capability to do it, again, SharePoint is just recently launched. We will test that out uh, yeah. over the next couple of days. and. Uh, one, see how it works, and two, see yeah. what it has access to, because there's a wide range of stuff on our SharePoint instance, yeah. uh, and we want to make sure that it's accessing and presenting in the in the way that we think is appropriate and appropriate, and, yeah, and safe and safe. Yep. Right? Um, and then we we also use him. Speaking of SharePoint, we use them. Uh, we use that custom website um, icon there. And it, it pretty much creates like an iframe. So on our marketing page within SharePoint, uh, we've inserted marketing, so that's easy to find him. Um, but these are these are channels, and this is how you how you can decide, um, you know, where to make your bot available. Um, there is some new security features uh, which we're going to be looking into right now. We're not leveraging any of these. These are fairly new. One of them is authentication. Uh, which is interesting. So basically, you can either leave this bot open, meaning that anybody can use it. That's great for like if you have a bot that's public facing and he's maybe uh, engaging with customers. But if you want to identify who is the user trying to use your bot, then we can activate this authentication, which means that the user would have to sign in using their credentials. And then the bot will be able to identify uh, and refer to the user by their name. So it'll, it's a much tighter uh, you know, experience at that point. But again, uh, some security features here, uh, including some web channel secu uh, uh, security features. So if you want to use uh, the, the bot in a, in a customer-facing web page, but you still want to add some security, you can do that. So this would be that section to do that. But I'm going to jump down to AI because this is what everybody wants to talk about, right? Is how do we make this thing smart? And so to George's point, one of the things we've done is, as you can see here, we have grounded the data 
to our website. So what does that mean? That means that when you ask the bot a question, it, it's, it's getting the answer from the knowledge base or the data source that you've assigned. In this case, it's the public facing website. Yep. What has happened, and this just happened, is now available, is now we can now add um, an internal source. Now, if it's internal, that means it's sitting behind a firewall. So there has to be some kind of authentication that takes place. And the way they're the way they're doing this is they're using uh, Azure OpenAI. So as you scroll down here, you'll be able to see here where it says add knowledge to this bot from Azure OpenAI on your data. This is where you would go. This is the box and it would take you to a set of instructions on how to, how to configure this. So there'll be some type of a token or some type of an authentic authentication that takes place uh, so that the, the, the bot now has access to internal data. Uh, but that is how they're pulling this off, is they're basically leveraging Azure's OpenAI and then tying that into probably your Active Directory um, and then giving the bot access to scan a specific page. So, George, what we don't know yet, meaning we don't know because we haven't configured it yet, right, is can we limit this bot? Because, you know, when you say SharePoint, SharePoint could be a massive yep. dataverse in and of its own, right? And so one of the things that we want to uh, uh, confirm and then come back and maybe even do a follow-up at some point is can we pinpoint to a specific site within the SharePoint? So for example, can we limit the or ground the, ground the data to let's say the marketing portion of SharePoint alone? Yep. And and so that is what we what still remains to be confirmed, right? We're we're still looking into that. And you need uh, to think about that from a broader context, right? Sure. We we shifted to 365 about two years ago now. Uh, we had a different platform for the internet. We did a very deliberate move of content. It wasn't a lift and dump from the old site to the new site. Uh, so what's out there today was to a great extent curated for the site, right? And built yeah. for the site by the different teams that have their content out there. So our data is very clean, but many organizations may have had SharePoint instances for, you know, seven, 10, 15 years that are out there that have all kinds of data, much of which they may want not want to expose to employees. It may be there if they search, uh, but to send the bot out to, to dig more intuitively yep. and act like a person sort of filtering the data, you're likely to end up to uncovering things that you wouldn't want exposed or exposed in the way that they would be returned yeah. by the by the AI bot. Yeah. So that's more to come on that, right? We're gonna we're gonna dabble into that a bit. This is a brand new feature, it just became a, available. Another one that's uh, a new feature that's also available is the generative actions. So it's not just the response, but what actions does the bot take? So now uh, you'll be able to, as it says here, you can enable the bot again, using Azure OpenAI uh, to select a chain of reactions or steps that it can take. So it can tie in plugins uh, to complete tasks and kind of walk uh, a customer, if you would, uh, through a specific flow. Um, so that's interesting. I, I like to see how that would pan out, but this bot is really taking off. Like, 
they're very focused yeah. on 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 making this as smart um, and as conversational as possible. Another new feature that's available, and there it is, intelligent authoring with Copilot. Again, brand new feature available to the Power of Virtual Agents. So what that means is as you're trying to develop your list of topics, because, you know, while the AI can go scan the specific data source that you have designated, there might be topics that live outside of that data source that you want to include. Well, now, in order to maximize the potential response from your bot, Copilot can help you uh, with that topic. So you basically give it a description of what you're trying to accomplish, and it'll generate the topic and the potential uh, uh, responses that or questions that people may ask, and that, that becomes part of your, your topic list. And I'll show you that in a yeah. second here. And then finally, again, coming soon, brand new, now they have a tone. So now they're really trying nice. to- Yes, I really, I like this. So they, you'll be able to take your bot and give it, again, tying it back to that persona, right? And so for example, Mark Edding, uh, which is uh, you know a, a quote unquote knowledge manager for the marketing team, we probably wanna have a good conversational tone or friendly tone with him. Uh, but yeah, you can see here, it can be very formal. I can see that for like law firms, law firms, or like um, uh, you know those types of businesses that seem that seem to be uh, on the high end professional side. Yep. Uh, a technical tone, right? Um, there's an empathetic tone, which is great for that customer facing uh, bot, uh, especially if it sits in a in a section that is specifically there for customers who maybe are calling there for a complaint or the, or that need help. So I'm looking forward to seeing how this works. Again, it's not available yet. It's coming soon. But as you can see, uh, a lot of these things have just been added to the Power Virtual Agent uh, very recently. And so uh, we're still dabbling ourselves into this. But bottom line is right now, this is our source. And for topics that fall outside of this data source, let's take you over here to topics real quick. We've gone ahead and we've created our topics. And you can do that too. And so you can come in here and say, hey, where can I find, for example, questions around branding? Or do you have any company brochures? I'm gonna click on one of these just to show you an example of a flow. And one of the questions we get asked, asked a lot is, hey, where are the battle cards? As you know, yep. part, part of marketing, right? we try to help sales uh, with, with the right information um, when they're talking to their customers about how to position certain solutions and whatnot. And so that's a very common question. Hey, where can I find the battle cards for this or the battle cards for that? And so let me just pull up. So basically flow. there's two flows here, right? There's the back end, the AI, the chat GPT element, looking mm -hmm. at the source data, right? The grounding, which is our website. Correct. And then a second set that you're, you've built manually to say, I know I've gotten this question over and over again. I'm gonna build out a standard response to it that gives very deliberately the answer we want. And that you might wanna mention a little bit, like you and I and everybody used to constantly get questions, right? Where's this, where's this, where's this? Although you could search on SharePoint, the search generally of gives course. you pages and pages and pages, right? So. What's what's sort of the before and after look like? Do you think from 
people asking you questions versus now they're using marketing? Well, I will tell you that first of all, they're they're getting more precise responses because here's a perfect example, right? If if you say I need battle cards, but you don't tell me what kind of battle card you need, yep. I'm probably just going to send you over to the marketing site to the solution library, and then you'll have to search which solution you want the battle card for. In this particular case, Mark Edding can actually drill down a little deeper. So, for example, there's a couple of phrases up on top. Hey, where are the battle cards, or where can I find the battle cards? And yep. that's all. That's all Mark Edding no, needs to trigger a response. Um, in this case, the response is actually a follow-up question: Which solution are you looking for? And so now there is a multiple choice that they need to pick from, and depending on what they choose here. Um, it will then point them to the resource. So if nice. they if they happen to say, "Hey, I, what I want is SD WAN," then it'll literally give them the link to where the specific battle card for SD WAN resides. And so now the reason we created this topic is because this particular topic lives outside of the grounded data source, which is yep. our public facing website. I foresee this topic no longer being needed as soon as we're able to ground the SharePoint site to this, uh, ground the bot to the SharePoint site. Yeah. Because it would find and it would index the site and it would find this on its own. So think of topics as those things that fall outside of what the grounded data is able to provide um, or if it's something that you want to be very specific on you can go ahead and create that topic um, so tell you what why don't we do this um, let's take him for a test drive yeah um, you know he is new to the team so i think it's only appropriate that we welcome him on board right so let's just say Welcome to the team. Let's see what he says. Oops. Oh, well, and he says, hey, I'm excited to join the team. Let me know if there's anything I can do to help. And as you can see, it pulled up on the right the trigger and the topic that he's using. See that? And obviously, um, we only see this, right? Because correct. we're on the back end of this. A user wouldn't. Correct. But correct. Yeah, but this, this is, is great. This is how you're able to test the bot because it's showing you what is the flow that he's following. So I'm going to ask him a follow-up question. I'm going to say, what is your role? And as you can see, it shows you what topic it's grabbing from. And it's showing your response, and there's his answer. Um, and of course, you know everybody's going to ask Mark Eddy if he's real. You know it's going to happen, right? Yeah. And so let's ask him: Are you real? And this is really a good opportunity to really give him a good persona, and maybe even add some levity to your response, as we've done here. So he says, "Yes, I'm real. I'm very real." I may be part of artificial intelligence, but I am as much a part of the Fusion Connect team as you are. And so, um, you know, it just makes it very conversational, very, uh, uh, very interactive. 
And you can get very creative with these topics, as you can see here. However, I want to ask a question that I know is not residing inside of the topics list. It's residing inside of the fusionconnect.com website, which is where we've yep. grounded this bot. And I'm going to refer to blogs in, in particular, right? So I'm going to say something about, uh, let's see, you know, we talk a lot about Microsoft Teams calling and Operator Connect. So let me see if I can ask him something. Uh, do you have a blog about Microsoft Teams calling services using Operator Connect? It's a very specific question. Specific but complicated, right? It it's is multiple elements in there. It's a blog yeah. post. It's it's calling services. It's specifically yeah. Operator Connect. So let's see what he what he does here. I think what's going to happen is, so so he wasn't clear on the question, and so we got we got this response. I say none of the none of these. He's going to ask me to just try this again. And by the way, it may be that we got that because we're specifically inside the topics pane. And so he may be trying to search for in the topics pane, but I'm going to rewrite the question. So what it's doing here, perfect. This is great. What happened yep. here, if you look, if you look over the topics pane, it says, hey, I have an unknown intent, meaning I, I just could not find this question in the list of topics. So then what am I going to do? I'm going to then go to this prompt, which I'm going to generate a response based on my data source, which right now there's only one. It's a public website, as you can see here. This yep. is where you would increase your, your data source. And then it went ahead and generated an automated response and it actually gave me multiple links. So there's a perfect example. And, and by the way, he was very descriptive because I just asked, I need a blog on Operator Connect. And his response was Operator Connect is a delivery method of Microsoft calling services that enables Microsoft Teams to make calls. You can find more information about it in the following blog post. That that response is not something that I pre-crafted, right? This was And that's a great this, answer, right? It's that's a great, a great answer. answer externally if it's on the Exactly. At some point we will deploy this on the public yeah. website, right? That's the answer we wanted to give when somebody so, comes in. Absolutely. And 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 it's a, and it's and it's accurate. The answer is actually is very operative connect yep. absolutely is a delivery method. And so what's what's interesting about this is that it generated again, this is why it's a generative answer, right? It generated this answer using chat GPT, right, in the background, leveraging or grounding the 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 the, the data based on the public website. And it did this because it couldn't find a specific topic around what I asked. And so it went to the source to generate yep. this response. And it gave us three links to three separate blogs, which is great. Um, 
And so anyway, that that's that kind of just gives everybody uh, an idea of how power virtual agents work. Um, I'll tell you what, George, it actually is pretty um, pretty simple to to set up. It's yep. not it, it. You start off with just asking, "Hey, can I get a new bot?" and then entering the website that you want to use for the grounding, and then you spend time in the settings section that I just demonstrated. Yep. The key here, though, is until you publish the bot, it's not live. You can test it in the in the sandbox, yep. uh, but until you actually go through the process of publishing it, it, it won't be live. Um, but I I think Microsoft is really focused, like I said, on this Power Platform, and Power Virtual Agents is part of this. And the fact that uh, just from last week till today, they yeah. made so many updates already. You can tell. AI it, and again, Copilot is now in Power Virtual Agents. This is this is the future. Uh, Microsoft's betting their future on this, yep. and 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 you can expect to see these smart pot bots popping up all over the place, powered by Microsoft now, which yeah. is great. So, and it's so easy to use. And again, we've we've talked yeah. about this repeatedly in the podcast. It, anybody can do this. This yeah. isn't complicated, and everybody That's should correct. do this. If, if for nothing else than to understand how the various services within 365 work, as well as other things, you know, and we had this on a previous one as well uh, with Sam Husbands, who joined us a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Mark's photo was generated by MidJourney. That's correct. So we went through a couple iterations of photo options, and that's that's where we landed on that one. Uh, so before I hand it over to Sante to close it out, the the thing I would ask folks to do comment, send us an email, sure. uh, reach out to us. If there's more of a deep dive on certain elements of this that you want, we'd be happy to, to run another session on it. Uh, we could even, using the platform that we're doing, run a live session on this and report Absolutely. it and also repost it. So, uh, and again, one of these days we'll, we'll talk about the platform, which is uh, running this off the webinar capability within Microsoft Teams, which is a which is a premium feature at the moment from Teams. So, yeah. uh, Sante, if you want to do the closeout, absolutely. So, with that said, this is m the most difficult part of the podcast for me because I am forced <laughs> to stop talking about the things I love. And so, uh, but listen, if you want to uh, remain connected with our podcast, Tech Unmuted, search for us on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe. This way you'll be alerted next time we release a new episode. But until next time, remember, stay connected. Visit fusionconnect.com slash tech unmuted for show notes and more episodes. Thanks for listening.